Alright guys, welcome to episode 100, that's fucking three, three digits, it's fucking 25 digits. times four, this shit don't even make sense bro, I'm just doing math <laughs> at this point, um, of the Different Animals podcast. This week we talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, very mm-hmm. briefly. Um, we talk about Moon Knight being kind of confusing within its place in the MCU. Uh, we, you know, talk about a couple, uh, Petite Maman and everything everywhere all at once. But mostly, we talk <laughs> about two rats having sex. <laughs> <laughs> the rats stay or I walk. Yeah, <laughs> the rats stay <laughs> and don't you dare take away those dead titties from me. <laughs> but first. start with uh, some things we've been watching mm-hmm. and uh yes. i see the i see the big one up top front and mm-hmm. center on this list yep yep have you yep. um do you think you're gonna go see it so the movie is dr strange in the multiverse of madness I, um do you think I you're gonna go i'm going away? to go see it at some point in theaters i'm sure okay cool, cool. Yeah, yeah so i'll keep it spoiler free <clears throat> it's actually pretty easy to keep it spoiler free um the trailers haven't really given much away other than what the titles have um but overall i was um i loved it I feel like I was very high on it compared to um, other people who I've spoken to. um, Seems to be getting mixed reviews from what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 so I, you know, I muted everything the few days of, because like I said on here, you know, they didn't release anything until like two days before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I muted everything on Twitter and whatever, and I didn't look at the Rotten Tomato score. And so as soon as the movie ended, you know, and the credits are rolling. I went on Twitter, unmuted everything, and then I went and ran tomatoes because I was like, let me see some reviews. Let me see what people thought. And it was like at 75%. And I was like, huh. I like, think that's, that's like, still roughly where it's at. Yeah, yeah, which isn't terrible. I mean, I think Iron Man 3 is at the, around that much. Mm-hmm. And I think um, maybe Iron Man 2 is as well. So it's, it, and I think Captain Marvel. So it's like, it, it's not like, you know, the, the top tier ones get like high 80s, low 90s. The peaks are like Black Panther gets like ninety six or ninety seven, mm-hmm. um, so seventy five. I was like, oh, let me. I thought it was gonna be like nineties because I was like, that was fantastic. Like, I loved all the little touches um, that it had, um, but I loved it. And so, like I said, I, I I thought the story was okay. I thought the first half was a little clunky into getting going, but then once it hits a certain groove, about the halfway point, maybe a little bit before, when it happens, I was like, oh. Dude, oh, let's fucking go, yes. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, um, you get full display of all of Sam Raimi's trademark things that he does. Mm-hmm. And I loved every second of it. I mean, some stuff happens and I just had a big old grin on my face. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely think I, I want to try and see it again in theaters. Um, it was, I mean, like, I, I think the, the crowd, I think, didn't quite know what to do with it. Um, and so I love that because I was like, that finally something fresh, something new. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it brings in just at like two hours, maybe slightly above two hours, which I thought was fine. Um, mm-hmm. it didn't feel long. It didn't feel short. It felt just right. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely want to, want to check it out. I, I, um, we can't go really into anything without, 
delving into spoilers. So maybe in the future we could do like Batman where we you know tack on something at the end and we can talk spoilers. Um, okay. But yeah, overall, I, I I personally, me, ever loved it. And I think it's top third MCU, might be even like a top five movie. Okay. Um, but like I said, I, um, my friend Andy and Sarah, they went to see it last night. And I texted both of them. I was like, hey, like, let me know what you think. You know, because like, you know, I want to hear what you guys think. And Andy especially, I feel like, is very close to what I think about movies. And um, he texted me and he was like, yeah, yeah, I like some parts, I like that part and this part. And I was like, wow, you didn't like just like love it like overall, like unconditionally. He's like, no, no, I, this part was like a little this or this part was a little that. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and then Sarah texted me and she was like, I thought it was okay. And I was like, damn, like, am, like, am, I, am I wrong here? Like, maybe it's because like, I, I must be tripping. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's because I really like, like, Sam Raimi's stuff and I love his, his trademarks and, 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 and. I think it's cut out. Okay, oh, I was, out oh, for sorry. a second. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, I, I like, um, uh, Sam Raimi's trademarks and what he does and stuff. And so, for me, like, anytime I saw him do something like that, I was like, Oh shit! Oh, let's fucking go! Let's oh, let's go! Right. Um, but maybe not everybody's like that, so they're just like it's whatever. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely let me know when you check it out. I'd love to you know hear what you um what you think about it, and and maybe you're more on Andy, or maybe you'll come in here being like, dude, that was amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, just let me know, and and like I said, if you're, I mean, dude, like you know, we've talked about it here before, even in Phase Four, which um. You know, like Black Widow and Shang Chi and, and a few other ones, they're better than ninety percent of the movies, right? Like this is better right. than most movies ever. So, um, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but if you like Marvel movies, check it out. If you don't, like this is, we're getting to the point where like, with No Way Home in this one, where if I had never seen any of them and I just walked in and started watching this, they're not holding your hand whatsoever. It's just like. Keep up or drown, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely seems that way for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the the one question I have is, uh, was my... Was the prediction or the... the uh, do you have any idea of what I mentioned about the what-if tying in? Do you have any idea if that's a thing that actually happened or was it was it just maybe a wrongful assumption? I think they just kind of, kind of like how they take like Civil War... And they just kind of make it its own. I think they just took him as like his own, like evil, strange. I don't think gotcha. they really connected back to what if. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Um, that, that's mm-hmm. suddenly this movie's rating has gone up uh, <laughs> like a, a full grade. Um, so that's good. I definitely want to see it. It's just a matter of finding, uh, you know, the the right time, someone to watch the kids, yeah. all that. But it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. on the menu for sure. Yeah. Um. That's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've watched anything recently. I feel like the only thing I've watched is what we talked about, um, or what we are going to talk about later, so I'll hold off on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, let's see, not really related to anything I've been watching. Um, I did go, I, I, I mean, this is like super minor, there's really not much to say about it, but I did... Uh, decided to take a golf lesson. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully this course that I talked about last week that I'm about yeah, to yeah. play this weekend, mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't destroy me as, as aggressively um, as as I you know as I thought. Yeah. Um, luckily, luckily the the golf lesson he didn't really like. 
He gave me like some small minor things that seemed to really help, and as opposed mm-hmm. to like these big sweeping changes that I need to make. So that was kind of nice. Um, but overall, that was like a pretty good experience. Uh, that might be uh, on the menu as something to do again. But I was a little worried at first because when I first got there, right, like I, you know, the the way the golf lesson works is you're at a driving range, and he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, go ahead and hit like you know, ten or so," and you know, I'll. I'll just kind of watch and see if there's anything I notice specifically. And so, like, I hit the first one, and it's a fucking beaut. It's, like, straight down the fucking center. Like, it looks amazing. I'm like, all right. Hit the second one, same thing. Third one, same thing. I'm like, god dang it. Like, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you're going, it's like when you tell someone, hmm. It's like when you call Tom Warner, you're like, my internet's fucking up, and they show up, and everything's fine, and they're like, well, everything's fine here, and you just fucking walk like, off. <sighs> you're like, you son of a bitch. Same thing with, like, calling, um, you know, like, your IT, IT at work, and you're yeah. like, hey, and then it fixes itself, and they're like, well, so you gotta still fill out this ticket, or do this or that, or whatever. Yeah, so I got, like, five in, and they were all great, and I was like, fuck me, like, he's gonna be like, why are you, like, why are you here? They're all, like, straight bombs down the center, I don't know what you're complaining about. Um... And, like, his his thing was, he was, like, is like at five, he stopped me. He was, like, is this normal for you? And I was, like, I was, like, no. Like, and he was, like, so these shots are not normal? And I was, like, I had to explain to him, like, these shots being as good as they are, like, it's not like I've never hit a shot this good before. Like, when I hit a good shot, this is what it looks like. The problem is, is that I usually get a bunch of shitty ones in the middle. <laughs> like. <laughs> like, like the quality of this one isn't crazy. It's just that normally, you know, I had like top one. I hit it like five feet in front of me, and I had to fucking walk up to it feeling all stupid. Um, but he, he, even after ten shots, he's like, okay, there's a couple things I noticed that we could work on, and like mm. while I was there, it seemed to um, mostly fix itself. So uh, I'm pretty excited to see how it goes, like taking it to an actual course. I'm sure it will all fall apart because that's what always happens. Um, like, I'm going to walk in being like, oh, I have all these things that work now. And then I'm going to just be fucking chunking it and <laughs> dirt flying everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things I did this weekend. Nice, nice. And uh, you said it's this upcoming weekend that um, you you have, like, the actual, like, golf. Yeah, game. we go to the actual course. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll definitely let you know next week uh, yeah. how poorly that fucking went. Yeah. Or I'll come yeah. on here and be like, I'm ready for the fucking PGA Tour. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm a prodigy. I just didn't know it. I learned late. No, that's I'm good, man. To, that's good. I'm just out here dicking these whores now. Is, uh, um, how's the weather looking? Like, do you think it'll be, oh, it rainy? you know, it's pretty fucking lit. So it's, it's, uh, it's, we're going to North Myrtle, mm-hmm. uh, Thursday evening. Okay. Friday, Saturday, and then leaving Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> like, it was great today, as of the mm-hmm. time of this recording, Wednesday. It was great today. It rains Thursday, rains Friday, rains Saturday. Is great on Sunday, but we're peacing oh out. <laughs> that's the dude, That's the worst. That's always the worst. I don't know. Like when you it doesn't really bother me too too much because the thing is, I'm pale as fuck, uh, and <laughs> like mm. being on the beach is like a fucking exercise and caution as opposed to a good time like mm. every fucking like 20 minutes i'm like oh fuck i gotta put on this fucking spf 3000 so i don't get fucking burnt mm. um <laughs> so like it's like less time on the beach is i think we've also talked about this and that like just mm-hmm. being on the beach which 
I'm going with my mother, uh, and, and like she loves to just sit on the beach. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I just I just don't got it in me. Like I'm out there for like ten minutes, and I'm like, y'all motherfuckers boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about it last week. Yeah, because I used to I used to hate it. I've come a little bit around because I can just like take naps. But yeah, for the most part, I'm just like neat. Now what? Right? And I'm going to the beach um, for Memorial Day with Sydney's friends. But luckily, you know, they, they like that. But, you know, they I don't, I'm probably going to be like, all right, well, let's do this. Let's do that. Or, yeah. Or, or hopefully somebody will have, like, a football or some shit. Also, again, I'm not trying to, like, I'm going to be one of those people like, you don't need sunscreen. I'm not doing that. But you are definitely more genetically predisposed to handle uh, UV. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes it, it, it's crazy because you, like, in, you know, like, you... Puts them on and you literally miss a stripe like accidentally and yeah. you literally get like that perfect red stripe and I'm like oh, okay that's freaking awesome that's all really right cool. so I gotta say like I don't know if I've ever if I've said this on the podcast bro I went to the beach once and it was in Miami um and it was fucking cooking down there and I put on sunscreen it wasn't like like a high rating sunscreen i don't think mm-hmm. it's probably just like your standard like 50 or whatever i put that on what i 30 every 30 minutes which can't be right but in my head i feel like i put it on every 30 minutes could have been 45 but like it's not like i put it on once and then forgot about it mm-hmm. and this was back when i was in like middle school and we were there out on mm-hmm. the beach bro later that night i had my my whole entire upper half of my back Oof. was blisters. Oof. Like, I don't even mean like... And I'm trying to think of how to explain this. All of the blisters were adjacent to another blister. There was no gap. There was no like, oh, it's just a lot of blisters. I mean, like, it was nothing but... Like, like my skin had been entirely replaced with blisters on the top half of my back. And I remember sleep the way I slept, or the way I, well, see, fell asleep is the correct answer here, was I put two pillows, like, and I laid face down with my forehead on the two pillows so that there was enough space for me to breathe. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like I created a little shelf so that I could fucking breathe while staring straight down. And, like, with, like, just a sheet over me, because, like, you know, I just can't, yeah. I, I can't go to sleep without something over me. Right, so like, right, I'm yeah. just fucking laying there like that, bro. Wake up in the morning, had rolled over in my sleep, and all the fucking blisters had popped on my oh, back uh, and like stuck the sheet to my back. <laughs> had to peel that motherfucker off. It was like, ah, terrible. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was awful, bro. That's like the worst experience of my life. Have never had the urge to go to a beach again. Like, I'll go if it comes up and someone's like, hey, you want to go to the beach? Like, sure. But like, I promise you, I will never plan a trip to the beach. Like, you're never going to see me in a group chat like, hey, guys, trying to go to the beach? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Catch me in the fucking snow. I'll go fucking... <laughs> I'll drive to fucking Michigan and just hang out. Um, fuck all that. But yeah, so that's uh, that's my awful beach story uh, <laughs> about the trip to the beach, uh, which is a tangent from talking about coughing. So nice. I figured yeah, I well, yeah. remembered keep, how keep we got there. Yeah, keep us updated next, uh, next weekend. Yeah. No, I'm sure, oh my gosh, let me see, you know what, this is going to, like, this is really terrible, but I'm going to still try and find it, because I think it's hilarious, um, let's see, uh, I don't know if I'm, oh, here we go, I think I can find it, 
Hold on. Have I... Did I show you the... I might have already said it to you. Did I send you the thing of the golfer breaking his club and they're like, like on the fourth hole in a tournament? I think so. Okay, yeah. Well, that's going to be me. Like, fuck this bullshit. I'm going to walk in and be like, everything's going to go great. And then like, I lose like my fourth ball by like hole two and then I'm like fucking hitting the sand traps and I'm just going to like snap the shit over my knee. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take the golf club over my head like fucking Bo Jackson with the oh, baseball yeah, yeah. bat where he just mm-hmm. fucking cranks it down over he just his head. Pop. Yeah, it just pops. Yeah. Which is like the craziest thing ever. Like I don't what kind of strength is that? Mm-hmm. What kind of psychopath are you that you put a baseball bat on your head and just pull it down on both sides and it snaps in Yeah, and it just yeah. It's pure strength and <laughs> neck. Yeah, what that's what I'm saying. What the fuck are you like what are you training? to do that <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like i would hurt myself 1000 times out of 1000 times trying to do that mm-hmm. oh man all right but yeah so anyways that's uh that's what i've got going on in upcoming um what do, what else have you been watching yeah so i, I got a few more smaller things that actually i should be able to burn through pretty quickly um so i'll just knock them all real quick knock them out real quickly um but i uh, also watched moon knight which is the short six-episode MCU series on Disney Plus, um, with Oscar Isaac playing the titular Moon Knight, um, and then Ethan Hawke playing like the the villain guy. Okay. Um, and overall, I think this is a mixed bag. I think there's some really good stuff where you know Oscar Isaac really gets to fucking go nuts, and he he plays two characters or two versions. So it's he's got um. I forget what it's called. It's like where you have two personalities and you it's like disassociative something something. Yeah. And so there's like a Mark and then there's a Stephen Grant. And then the Mark is like the American, like the soldier. And then Stephen Grant is like the, he's a posh English man. Hello, mate. And then they both like go back and forth. And the, okay. one's in control. <laughs> the other one doesn't know what's going on. And and so that, like that performance and like him going back and forth was really good because sometimes I would catch myself and I'd be like, oh, right. They're not like twins. It's like one dude playing two characters. Like, you know, you right. catch yourself like that. And that was really good because that's when you know, when you go, wait, hold on. And you have to like back yourself out. You're like, wait, that's that's one dude just doing two takes, right? right. Um, and so he was really good in that. Um, but other stuff just wasn't as good. The action was good. Uh, the suit is fantastic, and it looks expensive. It looks unlike anything else in the MCU. It looks great, especially in these fight scenes where they put like this harsh white light on it. You know, yeah, that's what I was about to say. When I've seen stuff like that, I thought I've thought it looked amazing. I haven't yes. watched the series, but like even mm-hmm. just little cuts I've seen like that, the suit yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, the suit looks fantastic, and, and I think the I saw a thread from the creator saying that that was like a point of emphasis where they wanted it to look unlike any other suit um, in the MCU, especially because anyone that aren't magical or mystical like Thanos, or Thanos uh, Thor's or Iron Man's looks very tactical, very military-like. Um, so they wanted a little something more um, ancient, more like a mummy. Um, and so, uh, but the stuff that kind of holds it back is just the plotting. Like sometimes it feels like stuff just happens just because they go, well, this has to happen. They, they don't go, well, you know, by like episode three or four, they're looking for some sort of MacGuffin and I'm like, wait, what are they need this MacGuffin for? And I'm like the mark for these kinds of things, right? Like I should be the motherfucker that's like, that's that, that's the amulet of Gabagoo. And he said in episode two that he needed it to do this and that, but I was lost. So I'm like, if I'm kind of lost or kind of like... I don't really give a shit, then the average person who doesn't give a shit about these MCU things probably doesn't give a shit either. Um, but I think if you're a, a Marvel super fan, mm-hmm. watch it. I think if you're anything less than that, you can skip it. 
Especially because they kept trying to make a very focal, uh, put a lot of emphasis on the fact that they're like, this isn't, there's not that many connections, there's no connections to the MCU, we don't even know if there's going to be a season two. So as I'm doing that, I'm like, so there's a connection to the MCU, the show is mid, and you don't know if there's going to be a season two, why would I want to watch this? Like, why would I want to start this if I hadn't already started it, right? Yeah. What's funny is, I think Moon Knight's a cool character, but like... I hadn't heard that stuff. It's not mm-hmm. to say that I just haven't been really in touch with it. I, I've mainly tried to stay away from Moon Knight stuff because I just still haven't gotten around to starting it and I do mm-hmm. want to watch it. But, like, to hear that it's, like, their plan is that it's, like, not really in the MCU is, like, kind of disheartening because, like, that's what, like, he's very... Hmm, I'm trying to where I want to go with this. Like, Moon Knight, to me, based on what I know him to be in the comics a little bit and you know just some osmosis i've gathered um i thought he was going to be the same kind of like fresh air that like shang chi was which is that like Mm -hmm. it's very unlike what we've already gotten in you know what i mean like i guess like we mentioned that shang chi's kind of feels like like power wise i guess the same role as like Captain America, and that he's mm-hmm. like a strong and dur- like durable hand to hand guy, but like ultimately it felt very new and fresh. And I thought, right, yeah, Moon Knight. If he also, I just I think I mentioned this when we first talked about it the first time, but like getting someone like Oscar Isaac to do it, I just thought like you don't bring Oscar Isaac on to just do six episodes and throw it away. I feel like right, you know what right. I mean. So yeah, and and it makes me wonder why they didn't. I mean, if they have him, I mean, I. I... I don't get, or I don't understand, or maybe I will eventually once they do it, why something like Shang-Chi gets the hour treatment, and this doesn't. Because while Oscar Isaac is much more, how can I say? Not to say that they picked Shang-Chi because he was Asian, but because, you know, they needed some representation and those stories are there to be tapped. But I would say that maybe Shang-Chi is just easier to adapt because there's not the whole disassociative thing but you could have easily done a moon knight movie and had the same action sequences and had the same suit and you just trim the fat and you condense it and you have ethan hawk as the villain like i would say that ethan hawk as a villain is as much well maybe tony tony long is bigger in other countries but you know people in america know who he is oh you see that movie it's the new it's a new marvel superhero movie it's got oscar isaac and Ethan Hawke's the bad guy, and right. blah, 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 blah. So they could have easily done it. So I don't understand, like, or I don't know why, like, what, who makes the ultimate decision that goes, Shang-Chi, movie, Moon Knight, um, uh, TV series, right? Right. Um, especially because, you know, something like uh, like Loki, or, Cap- or uh, you know, Captain, or whatever, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, those are sidekicks. So when you go, they're going to get a short series, you go, yeah, that makes sense. They're sidekicks, right? right? There's Same a logical thing with explanation there, yeah. Yes, yes. You go, they've never had a big role, but you can flesh them out and do more of a serialized thing. But this is like them wanting to make a movie and not being able to, or feeling like they had to stretch it out. I, I don't know. It, it was, it's a little muddled, and that's what I'm saying. It's a mis- mixed bag. I put this square fucking in the middle of all the other series. I put this, and Hawkeye was another one, right? Hawkeye comes out and you go... Well, he's never been the primary guy, right? And right. so when you watch a show about him, you're like, yeah, he's going to do like low-level low stuff, like goon stuff, New York stuff, like a mafia yeah. or like a little thing. And so when the scales are that low, you go, okay, that that, that, that works. That's fine. Or even Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're tracking these like small-cell terrorist group. Cool. Nice. Neat. WandaVision. It's just her in a small little town dealing with her issues. Small. Fine. Cool. And Loki maybe bites off a little bit more than they can chew toward the end, but that's fine because of where it ends up. And... 
But then this is similar to Loki, where it the stakes are really big toward the end, and you go, but why? It didn't need to be. You could have you could have stayed small, and and, and maybe I would have liked it more. Um, right. Because that, uh, toward the end, there's like a small battle going on while a, while a big battle goes on. In the big battle, I'm just like, why do I care about this? Like, what does this mean <laughs> to me? This is the right. CGI stuff. But the small battle is where it's happening. So I'm like, why do I why spend like literal millions doing this big battle thing that you just introduced now when you could easily just spend all the money into like more cool like just more of the action scene that's like tactical down the ground with Moon Knight and with other characters that come up. Right. Um but uh but yeah, it's back there in the middle. Um and that's uh, Moon Knight on Disney Plus. And then um the other two things I watched, one was a small French movie called Petite Maman, which translates to Little Mom. And it's just a short, sweet, coming-of-age movie um, from the director of Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I talked about a couple, like, I think last year, maybe the year before. Um, and it was, it, was, it was pretty good. It was, it was just, you know, like a nice, solid French drama. Um, but it was interesting because it's, the, the thing that I really noted, noted about this one is that it was very short. It's about an hour 16. Okay. And I knew that going into it. So then when it ended, as much as, as there's technical skill and there's dramatic moments and emotions... When a movie is that short, even though it nails everything it's trying to do, you can't help but go. You couldn't have had like a couple more scenes, because, right? You know, like, I feel like if you're shorter than ninety minutes, you end up going. But why? Just add more, right? Right. Like you, you know, people always go shorter movies, shorter movies. But I think if you go less than ninety minutes, I go that wasn't a movie, right? You, you right. I literally like there are episodes of TV on HBO Max that are there's just, just as yes, long there's as finales. That movie. Yeah, the fucking finale of Escape at Denimora was longer than this movie. <laughs> um, and so I think if a movie's going to be that long, I think you should either pad it up with extra emotional stuff, because 90 minutes is 90 minutes, that's fine, people will take it. Or trim some shit and make it into a short film, 40 minutes. Right. I think there's no man's land of one hour and five, one hour and ten, or like this one, one hour and sixteen. You end up, you, even if people really like it, people will come out of here going... I paid a full ticket for that. Okay. I mean, the story was great and I really liked it, but I'm like, you can't, especially because there's moments where I go, they could have easily had a couple more scenes with this character or that character. Where by the end where a goodbye is said, it would have blended much harder because there's no, there, there's no gun to your head that goes, Hey, this has to be shorter. Right? Like if, even right. if it was like two hours and five, this story is so simple that I'm like two hours and five, you could have had this in one forty-five, Right. Right. But this is the opposite. Where I'm like, you could have given me more. Give me 90 minutes of this. But right. um, yeah. But I think if, if you like the, the director's other movie, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a stone cold five out of five classic, this one's a little bit more restricted, a little bit smaller, like a little bit more subtle. Just it's it's like uh, just reduced in every scale, in scale in every way. Um, yeah, watch it. Um, and then finally, I watched um, Everything Everywhere All at Once again. I went to the theater again last night. Um, it, it was, uh, so me and Sydney and I watched it the first time and with a couple of friends. And then this time we went again with another, like just a few other friends that missed it the first time and Sydney's sister. Cause we were like, well, we're going to see it again. Let's go see it again. If you want to see it or like, if you haven't seen it yet and it's still awesome. It's still fantastic. I mean, I, I've been telling people to watch it if they can. Um, it is interesting watching, uh, Dr. Strange because similar powers and, Maybe not topics necessarily, but similar powers are discussed, and their their nomenclature and the way that they're described is uh, much. And it's not much different, but it ends up being the same power. And it's always right. interesting being like, "Oh, that's interesting. That that's called that in one, and it's called this other thing in this other one. That's funny." 
Right. Um, yeah, but yeah, this one's still fantastic. Um, it should be in theaters for a couple more weeks. I think I saw that the Blu-ray comes out in mid-June. I already told, I already told my sister, I was like, well, you know, she lives in Ashborough, and I was like, I already told her, I was like, Julie, when I get this Blu-ray, you and Mike, my, my, my brother, like, you and Mike, gotta, guys gotta come up and watch it, because, <laughs> like, it is fucking amazing, and I think they would love it, um, and everybody who I went to see it last night loved it, um, so yeah, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once, um, still my favorite movie of the year, probably will be until the year ends, and, um, I would say, you know, if you had to choose between this and Doctor Strange, watch this. Doctor Strange will be there forever. And even though I really, really enjoy Doctor Strange, this is like um, all-time level stuff. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, that's everything I've been watching. I got a couple of... Uh, I finished the show Severance, but I'll save that for next week. Okay. Yep. All right. So that brings us to the man of the hour, uh, mm-hmm. which is Bad Boys 2. Yes. Yeah. So, so for the hundredth episode, you know, after a hundred episodes, um, two it back to what two thousand three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After two years, I think almost to the day, almost two years, we're taking it, or yeah, take two years, taking it back to two thousand three, and Michael Bay's film Bad Boys Two. So I watched it a couple weeks ago with Sydney. Mm-hmm. I thought she was gonna be like, I'm, I'm out, or I'm gonna fall asleep, or something, but she didn't. She watched all of it. Um, and you said you watched it more recently than I did, correct? I watched it over the course of, uh, I watched it today and yesterday on my lunch breaks. Um, it was two and a half hours, so I split it into two hour, 15 little sections. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually, like, I feel like pace-wise it kind of worked out. Uh, like, it it seems to, it's not like the middle was a really weird spot to stop it, it didn't feel, um, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, what's really depressing is as I was watching it, because I was at work, I had a piece of paper, and I was, like, writing down all these notes that I had for it, and that mm-hmm. piece of paper is still at work. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I do not have it in front of me to uh-huh. to consult. But I still think most of the general, like, ideas that I had about this movie, your thoughts I had about this movie, I, I think I could come up with. Yeah, um, so, so overall, did all, you like it? Yeah, oh yeah, all right, so, yeah, all right, so here, that's a good start. So... Here's the, I don't know. I can see why this is a movie that people would watch. Um, the, I think the quality of movie that it is lends itself to one of the movies that TNT plays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's like mm-hmm. the quality. I, I think I give it like a. Like a six out of ten, mm-hmm. M- maybe a five out of ten. It's not. There's nothing about. Well, I can't say that. All right, it's. All right, so we'll uh, we'll talk about it some more as we continue to go because I got I, I can just like kind of word vomit all this shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, this is a Michael Bay movie. Uh, mm-hmm. the. I don't watch enough movies, and I don't watch them frequently enough, to note, like, what directors are good at and what directors are bad at, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't go into... Like, alright, so here's the deal. Michael Bay, the only thing I assume is, like, action. Because I know he did Transformers. Um, He did the two Bad Boys movies. So, like, in my head, I just naturally kind of go towards, like... 
kind of like big act, big budget action movie. That's like where my head goes. He did Ambulance, right? Recently, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Big budget action movie, but like that—that's kind of where my head's at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing is, like, I—I I feel like in this movie, I don't think Michael Bay's good at big action. Like, I. I think Michael Bay is great at big action, but he's not good at filming it. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, so, the first thought that popped into my, like, the first, like, note I made in my head where I was like, like, this sticks out to me, is the scene where Will Smith's driving the Ferrari, the gray Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, On the chase. So the chase is, is, like, just fucking action, just going at it, and it's like exciting. There's no, it's, there's no weird lulls or anything like that. So like, that's where I'm like, he's good at big action, right? But mm-hmm. where I'm like, he's bad at filming it is like, all right. So like, I I don't have any sort of intuitive, or sorry, no, this is the opposite. I don't have any like refined or reason to believe what I'm about to tell you. I haven't done research. I haven't seen what works well and what doesn't. But intuitively. In a big action scene, I think a requirement is going to have to be to pan out sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. we need, if it's especially something like a chase where things are moving, like you are transitioning areas, you're moving fast, like there's shit going on. Like, I think at some point you need to zoom out so we can re, like everybody can reground themselves in what's going on. Yeah, that chase scene does not do it once, bro. That scene is like close up on Will Smith, close up of the Ferrari, close up of thing falling out of the truck, close up of him dodging it. Like it's it's insane. Like there's not one shot where you can see like two vehicles in at the same time. Yeah, I I think the the one um, shot in that where I I think it, it 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 even remotely like expands out is early on before it even starts. It has like this like helicopter shot, and then another one is where. I think it ends up reusing the same shot twice where it's (laughs) like a car is like flipping, like literally like doing like, like flipping like in the air. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a shot a little bit away. And so every time I watch it, like, is that the same shot twice? And it like goes over the car and you know, Lawrence is like, Oh my God, I almost crushed my fucking head. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it's like that. And I think they use it twice, but you're right. I think it's, it's shot very, very close, very, Tactile, like, like, um, that's okay, like, in conjunction with like a a shot to establish, like, plant mm -hmm. yourself. Like, I'm okay with the fucking close up of the tire as he, like, swerves super hard to avoid a thing. That's not Mm -hmm. the problem. Like, yeah, that that's not the problem. Fucking baby driver is like a perfect example, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's he's driving super fast and you get these close-ups of like the wheel like locking up as he's drifting but then it will also like in the alley shot that's really good like it'll like zoom out so you can see mm-hmm. him doing it in the alley and you're like okay yeah all right we're back and then you're you're following it back in there again so yeah. like but this just seems like it's fucking like like i said just fucking like the camera's three feet away from the thing it's filming and it does not move um yeah. Another good example, I think, is, I mean, the very first action scene. Like, the opening of the movie. Them at the KKK rally. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. But, like, ultimately, like, 
all of the action scenes are close-ups of a guy shooting. Like, there's nothing that, like, shows where people are at. There's no, like... Yeah, I don't really know how else to explain it. Like, there's no large-scale, like, seeing where they are at. Like, they're like, we're pinned down or whatever. Like, but you don't see it, right? It's just shit going on. There's gunshots and fire. And you're just close up on Will Smith the whole time. Yes. Um, The... (laughs) Will Smith rolling around shooting is hilariously bad. Yes, like, it looks so. Yeah, it looks I was, so was stupid and goofy. <laughs> he's like shooting up. Yeah, and, then and, he, he, like, and he keeps his head perfectly and... forward. So as he rolls on his back, he has to like twist it back. So he's like looking. Mm. As, you know what I mean? It's like when you're yeah. trying to fucking cr- I, like a. I don't know a good example other than like the stereotypical one, like the, you know the monkey with the symbols. Like when you crank mm. the thing on its back and it starts to turn back the wrong way, but you have to like twist your hand yeah. to catch it again. Like mm. that's what his head does, right? It like turns like. 270 degrees and then he like real quick has to bring it back so he can catch the next 270 it's yeah. so goofy looking yeah yeah and i was telling so a couple of things i i, I caught so i saw this movie you know years ago right right and so i feel like when i was a kid and i watched it you sort of bring in what you know about the other about the the the, the actors from outside right. like will smith you're like oh it's will smith you know he's charismatic i'd seen i robot or you'd seen you know uh, men in black movies uh, independence statement in black right 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 um, where he is much more, I'm going to say charismatic in those movies. Um, yeah. and so, and same thing with Martin Lawrence, I'd seen him in other movies and I'd seen him in Big Mama's house. So you bring in uh, where they are much more lighter. Yeah. And then as I was watching this film in Sydney, I was like, well, well, one, put a pin on that, what I was about to say, but, um, it's interesting that you mentioned the, the, the rolling in the ground and the gun and stuff. It seems kind of like how in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino thinks Brad Pitt is the coolest man who ever lived. Right. I feel like in this movie, Michael Bay thinks Will Smith is the coolest man who ever lived. And like, I think he gives him. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, he gives him, like, that shot. He gives him the shot with the cross. Like, if you look at him, he goes right in the slope, and then yeah. it immediately cuts to Martin Lawrence just taking off the hood, right? It's like a yeah. super close up of him just going like that. Or the shot where he's putting on the suit, which is weird. He just puts on the suit. He's like, purple suit. He's like, well, I'm going out. And he's like, well, you know, what are you going to like a, like a stakeout or a fucking model show? And he's like, I just want to look good. And it's like a slow motion, him putting on the jacket yeah. and he gives him the Ferrari and he gives him that shot where he's like, I think I don't just got mad. And he takes out the machine gun that a cop just has in his back seat. And he yeah. like turns the car and he shoots those dudes. And he fucking right? lights one dude up with like a whole clip. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what are we doing? he's like, now show him your badge. Yeah. Like, so it's like, so as I'm watching, I'm like, wow, he thinks he's the coolest dude who ever lived. Yeah, the difference is, I think that, like, uh, I think Brad Pitt is cooler than Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, in that movie, in that movie, and in general. But then, and he's he's relaxed, and he's got the he, he's like a normal dude, and he just happens to be super confident and cool, right? And in this one, Will Smith I is. Told, it's why we mentioned Will Smith in every role plays Will Smith as that person. Will Smith. Like, <laughs> but I would say in this one, as I'm watching it, I'm like. This this is like black Will Smith. I mean, I know like, Will Smith's already black, but I feel like he like tried to turn that up a little bit. <laughs> he is terrible in this movie. He's a horrible person. He's fucking awful. All right, I wrote down on my notes, right? I was like, in my notes, <laughs> I wrote good cop, bad cop, question mark. And then I wrote reckless cop, shitty cop. Because yeah, like dude, the whole thing is terrible. that Will Smith is like, capable but like way too reckless with everything which is mm-hmm. like a, an okay archetype we've got here but then also like martin lawrence is just like played as a shitty cop the whole time like yes. martin lawrence and, has and, and exactly he's like, one redeeming moment and even that is so stupid like it's like we'll the get inverse to that. of a character arc <laughs> right. so in the beginning 
it's an inverse character because at the beginning he's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I've been to therapy. I just got, whew, I got my emotions under control. And the whole movie works to be like, no, that's bullshit. Like I, <laughs> I watched a video on Michael Bay by Patrick H. Willems and he talks about that. He's like, the movie looks at, you know, being uh, in control of your emotions and being a good person as a source of weakness. Like he's yeah. in a helicopter and he's like, I got therapy. And and so I, I, I was telling, I was telling Sydney, I was like, you know, there's like movies that are about cops that people go, it's copaganda, right? Like it's right. just showing cops in, in, a, in a good light. And I think if somebody were to look at this movie, they'd be like, that's what this is. Cause it's showing them. But I think it, it's not good enough at back being around. propaganda. That's the problem. It circles right? it's... back around to show to, 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 for me that I could easily watch it and be like, this is the most accurate portrayal of law enforcement that I have ever seen. Yeah. Minus because he's like, <laughs> He's, but he's my problem the... is, I don't know that Michael Bay is trying to make that point. No, no, he's not. He's just like, isn't it crazy that these guys, isn't it crazy that one cop wants another cop to crash an ambulance into a funeral home? And the other guy's like, I can't. Don't you remember? I got those things on my record. Quote, quote, whatever magical thing it is. And even Will Smith says at the beginning, he's like, you should do a therapy, Mike. And he's like, I did go to therapy when I shot those people at the mall. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, huh? Yeah, and like, the ther- so, so they make fun of Martin Lawrence for actually having therapy. And then like, mm-hmm. then Will Smith's like, I went to therapy, and it's him getting a blowjob. Like, yes. come on! And it's it, it it's, it's so funny. So like, they're, they're just like, so the whole movie is just terrible, and it and it's it's filled to the brim of just dumb, goofy stuff. Like, yeah, it's so so when, dumb and goofy. When like, when he shows the rats humping, yeah, why? <laughs> why? Cindy was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, I have been wondering like, since I saw it in two thousand four. <laughs> Every time I saw that when I was a kid, I was like, that's so fucking goofy. Like, what? This movie cost $130 million. And they got, like, two And they got ads. fucking Martin Lawrence throwing up three times in a morgue. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And then oogling a dead girl's breast. Yeah. Like, why? And then, oh, dude, we haven't even talked about the scene with the car chases with the dead people falling out of the back. And one of their heads fall <laughs> yes, off. The head. He hits it and the head pops off like a fucking, oh. like, there's one. Like a Lego. Yes. And, like, like flies and off nobody goes side. yeah and then like the police officer shows up and he was like you threw fucking dead people he's like, they were already dead when we ran them over and he's like it doesn't matter when they were dead i gotta get these corners you see those guys over there the corners you right like up. the fact that they defiled a dead body is not in the play at all like they do not no. give a shit um god you're right here's the thing the dead so the hearses have you they you know the fucking little uh tray whatever you want to call it like with the body on it is like slowly yes, coming yes. out so you know it's yeah. going to come out and the mm-hmm. moment it comes out i'm like it the split second of like it coming out of the truck but before they hit it like that in that span of time i was like there's no way this movie's just gonna say they just run over these dead bodies <laughs> they, <laughs> they do <laughs> multiple and times lands on the hood and he's like dead guy on the body he's like oh that's oh, yeah, he's like i'm trying shit. to get it the fuck off he's like this is some sick shit <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible, and so, and we haven't even talk, so, and 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 so what I, what I was saying about Will Smith is that the whole movie, I'm like, where where I was like, am I misremembering? Because I'm like, where does he say, like, where is he lighthearted, right? Where is he lovable? Like, where where do you go? I'm rooting for this guy for these reasons, and like, it never, never happens. <laughs> never happens. Will Martin Lawrence goes up to me, he's like, hey man, look, I haven't had enough trouble, right? In this weird like gay panic. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he, they're talking about like that, and everybody's watching them. And he's like, "Hey, man, like, look, I'm coming to you as a man. I haven't been able to get an erection because of 
you know, the the injury on my butt. And like, I'm coming to you because you're the only other male in my my life. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And Will Smith goes, oh, you hear all that? All that shit about that you want to tell me about that stuff? We're going to throw that into the ocean and just not talk about it. We're just going to blow it. For- and I remember thinking, in the you know, when I was a kid, when I was a child, a literal child, I was like, oh, that's so funny because they're having yeah. a hard time connecting. And now I'm like... This guy's a fucking monster. Right. He's terrible. The only... See, what's funny is, like, there was a split second where I was like, this is hilarious, and then immediately... Well, I mean, it, it's like... Sometimes it's funny, and then sometimes it's so bad. It's funny to... I, I don't mm-hmm. want to say, like, at any point I was, like, actually appalled, right? Because I, I wasn't, yes. but it was just like, this is fucked up. So, like, I thought it was legitimately funny at first, because he says, like, I don't ever want you to use the word flaccid again. Because, like, yes. flaccid oh, yes, is one field. of the yes, words yes. that, like, you know what I mean? Like, people say moist. Like, flaccid. Like, it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of fits that same category. Like, I thought he was going to be like, don't ever use the word flaccid again. And then, like, just address it. But then he, like, keeps going in on he's him. Going. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, now it's just... Yeah, he's like, all right, you're really. <laughs> but in, in in these moments, in that Patrick H. Williams video, he talks about, he's like, in these moments of just, like, weird grossness. You get these fucking like amazing shots, like you know when they go to the Haitian house and they break in without a permit, but who gives a shit? All right. And the, Will Smith is like his back is to the wall, and the camera spins. That's around what I was the about room. to say. So I think Michael Bay. Sorry, this is like originally kind of one of the points I was gonna make was that I think Michael Bay is great at big action, but bad at filming it. But that whole scene. Does such a good job because even though the camera never like gives like a real big pan out, one, it's close quarters, and two, the camera moves enough that you can constantly see what's going on and you know mm-hmm. where everybody's at. Yes. Like it's it not just, confusing yes. at all and it is so like, uh, for lack of a better word, like riveting and engaging. Yes. That whole scene is the camera's just revolving around. And I was like, it's funny because like, like I said, I would, my first thought, right, like, the first, like, intrusive thought I had about this movie was that scene that I mentioned with the gray Ferrari, and I was like, this is shot pretty poorly, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I got to that scene in the Hastings house, and I was like, yo, this is fucking... When you're like, this is cinema, that's how I felt with that yes. scene. I was like, yo, and this is spins- movie making, bro. Dude, and, and it goes... So, I had forgotten how much it, how long it goes, because it goes around one time, and I was like, oh, neat, cool. And then he goes around twice. I'm like, oh, damn, he keeps going. And that motherfucker goes around, like, four or five times. Like, he goes around four or five times, and then he cuts to something else, and then he does it again. Yes. Around and it's amazing shot where he, like, it, it, I mean, clearly it wasn't I feel like it should make it, someone motion sick, but it didn't. Yeah, it's so no, perfect. No, And yeah, I'm sure it has some CG, because, you know, like, yeah. it goes through the hole and stuff, and so it has to keep doing it. And you can hear them all, and they're yelling at him. He's like, you're going to call himself, yourself the devil in his house? Oh, shit. <laughs> And it's just like again, uh, Martin Lawrence is is zero help or zero use. Like he's yeah. nothing but a <laughs> shitty cop the whole time, bro. Uh, uh, oh, and then, um, and you know when he's interviewing the dead people, he's like, "What about you, sir? Did you see anything?" Oh no, his brains is over there at the <laughs> <end> table. <laughs> so there's like some good stuff, right? Like I was seeing this, like he get, and so then you have stuff like that, and then you have the 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 stuff with. The the chase with the police with the dead people, yeah. and then you have the creepy stuff with at the morgue, which is disgusting. And then you have that bizarre scene where he texts like ecstasy. Yes, like it's so like tone. It's child, like, like like yeah. the movie as a whole. I'm like, what are we going for here? Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, all right, real quick. Seeing Cipher with hair, it's, I feel like it's the first time I've ever seen him with something with yeah. hair, which may sound <laughs> ridiculous. But I, like, I was like, this dude's familiar, and then I was like, <laughs> yes. He likes that steak. Pants. <laughs> yep. He yep. likes that fucking steak. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, he's awesome. And I, and I, I should have mentioned that he was in this when we talked about Bound. Because yeah. I was like, the movies need more Joey Pants, all right? Because he's in Bound and he's amazing. He's in The Matrix and he's amazing. And he's in Bad Boys 2 and he's he's always like about to... It looks like he's always like he's about to explode. Right. Right? He's like, I got so much fucking brass up my ass. If he spits, it comes out of my mouth. Like, it's just like... And like the longest leash ever given to any kind of cop or anything ever, just like yeah, sure, do whatever, do what needs to be done, throw dead people, yeah. explode things. Um, and we we haven't even talked about well before we get to the finale because I do want to talk about that one extensively. But before we get to that crazy nuts finale, um, the villain, um, what's Johnny Tapia? All right, hold on. So he says a phrase in Spanish. I am not a Spanish speaker by any mm-hmm. means, but. It, actually, it might be one of his guys. Says a thing in Spanish, and I'm like, I don't feel like that's how you would ever say anything in Spanish. Yeah, some of Spanish is very choppy, but yeah, it's yeah. it's like one of Tapia's like guys. Like it's, and, but he says like he constantly calls them like the two gangbangers or the two homies, and he's like mm-hmm. those two puta la mierda, and I was like, I don't feel like that's how you say that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, they they cut a lot of corners with the language. So. I was like, that was choppy even for me. Like, you know, it's bad when a white guy like who's claimed to fame with Spanish is that I could like tell someone their total in Spanish at work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, that didn't sound good. Um, and just like goofy, like when he kills that dude and his mom comes out and he's like, "What happened to Rodrigo?" She's like, and "He's oh, like, he mom, he killed himself." And he's got the gun in his hand. Yeah, like, bro. Also, the... all right. In the finale, without even going into the finale, there's a scene where his mansion is getting, like, blown up. I mean, that's happening the whole time. But, like, yes. there's a scene where the, like, the point of the scene is to show, like, a large explosion in the mansion and then Johnny Tapia to be upset about it. And I don't know why, but it kills me, bro. The, the explosion happens. He turns to look at it. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, God. Oh, he literally oh, yeah. says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, a- but I'm like. Bro, you have, like, a military operation blowing up your house. Like, you're drunk. Like, everything's going wrong for you. They damaged your mansion, and you have, like, an emotional breakdown for, like, two seconds. What happened? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what is this? Like, um, I, I, so you can, you can go ahead and jump to the finale. Well, before we do that, yeah. I love uh, Peter Stormare, the, the Russian. Oh, yeah. Russian. All right, so before we, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> You think my country, you think I don't see these things in my country? And I'm like, which, he wasn't even necessary, because he doesn't, he comes at the beginning. Alright, here's the thing. So, like, before we get to the finale, I feel like this is a perfect way to kind of segue into that. The, there is, I wrote on my piece of paper, I was like, fake climax, question mark? Oh, yes, yes. That scene sets up like it is about to be the end of the fucking movie. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is when I saw fucking Johnny Russian pants, like, come fucking barreling in, I was like, this is amazing. Like, that was yes. my first thought, right? I was like, I totally forgot this dude was even here. But, yes, like, yes. it's not illogical for him to be here. Like, like the timing is crazy, but that's, like, always, you know, suspension of disbelief. So, like, but, like, I was like, this is fucking perfect. You have the fucking... Let me see. You have, like, the DEA, the Miami PD, a.k.a. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. You have the Cuban mob, I guess, or whatever the fuck you want to call Johnny Tapia's crew. And then this one random rogue guy. 
coming in. I was like, you have four different factions all kind of coming in at the same time, all in like some sort of conflict with each other and a hostage. I was like, this shit is, I was like, yo, this is fucking, this is going to be so good. And like within five minutes of old fucking Mm -hmm. Russian Mm -hmm. guy coming up, he just gets blasted. And I was like, what the fuck was the point of even bringing him back? But you didn't need to because he he served his point, which was that he he, was going to, Tapio was going to take over all of his bars and ecstasy Distribution right. points. He so had certain like, points. Like, once he they signed, brought him like, back, I was like, ah, a wrench in the cogs. But then it was yeah. like, oh, but he's dead. Like, he yeah. kills one person, like a random fucking goon, and then just gets lit up by like three DEA guys. And I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was the point of it being? And he's like, I'm on your side. Yeah. Like, you think the cops are going to listen to you, bro? <laughs> right. And I know what you mean because you think that it's the finale because they're all like wearing like tactical suits. And, and Will Smith and, and, and Martin Lawrence are like, you know, dressed up. And you're like, oh, there's going to be a shootout in the house. And then the the thing ends, right? But then Tapia escapes, and you're like, okay, so what's gonna happen now? Like, because whatever happened to Gabriel Union? And before Gabriel, oh no! And then you know Martin Lawrence gets the call, and he's like, "You have my money, bring it, or I kill your sister, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Tapia says, and then it does that awesome shot that shit just got real, and it's like this like 180 shot of like his ear, and it like spins around them. You know what I'm talking about? It's like them, and they're like, oh, it's like. And like spins around, it's like shit just got real, and like the camera spins around them while they're realizing that he has Gabrielle. Oh yeah. yeah, and I gotta say though, I hate, I hated that line so fucking much. Shit just got real, bro. Your sister <laughs> is abducted by a Cuban crime king, like crime king, king. and you're like, shit just got real. Like, why would you ever say that? <laughs> like, get your sister being kidnapped. Be like, she just got. Me. I would be like, oh what? my god. Right. I would be like, by Tapia. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> right. God. And even if you weren't like that, you just wouldn't deliver like a shit just got real. You'd yeah. like you like even if you weren't freaking out, you'd be like, all right, what do we do? Like, yeah. but like you wouldn't hit. Like, shit just got real. <laughs> my and, sister might be dead. Shit just got real. And you know, well, the thing about Bay is that like that's like that kind of kind of moment where it's like like if you people if you if you tell people or like most people you go, hey, one movie does somebody go, shit just got real. I think most of them would realize that it's in this point because he knows how to capture this like 180 during sunset thing, and. Um, in the video, the one that I watched um, that I mentioned earlier, he tries to do something like that similar just to like sort of goof around. And he says, you know, he says the Bay shot didn't work because the lens wasn't long enough. This was in a 35 millimeter and because mo- uh, mostly because that requires a dolly on a track. So he did it freehand, which is terrible for keeping objects in frame as you spin around. And he's right. like, and this illustrates my point of my video, which is to do what Bay does. You need money and resources to lay down a circular dolly track. It looks expensive because it is expensive. So, like, he, like, puts... He knows when to put the money and his balls, like, on the table and go, this is it. And that's sort of the finale because then Gabriel Union gets kidnapped. A person... So, and then rewatching it, basically... Gabriel Union, her skill level as an agent is just wildly variable. It's suspect, (laughs) yes. she's, She's, like... She's driving an SUV with a man hanging off of her window, like, through a fucking parking deck, like, flawlessly. Someone ends up behind her. She fucking pulls the fucking, like, oh, the shotgun, pistol yeah, grip yeah. pump shotgun, mm-hmm. blast him, like, without even looking. She without like, goes looking, over yeah. her shoulder. <laughs> Bro, and then later, she's like, <laughs> alright, just because, again, it's in the finale, There, I literally paused it, and I was like, why? Why is... What just happened? So, the when they finally get to Gabrielle Union, mm-hmm. she, she 
having been a hostage, reaches over, takes Will Smith's gun out Wait, of Will Smith's yeah, yeah. belt, like, mm. takes it away from him so she has a pistol. But, like, literally within moments, I mean, like, in an instant, she's like, Marcus! Like, what? What? Like, <laughs> like what? Who is this person? Who is this person that sees Marcus and w- Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, her brother and her love interest, her first reaction is like, I need to, like, arm myself. So she pulls a gun out of someone's belt without them offering it. She just, like, is like, this is what I need to do. And then within an instant, it's like, oh, my God, Mark. Like, like oh, what the fuck oh. are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. That whole sequence is fucking nuts. It's just, like, she's like, we got people in the end. It, 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 it's like a whole movie in, like, 20 minutes. Because, so, you know, shit just got real. And then, and so this is something that I think is something that he mentions in the video that is indicative that that you can find in all of Michael Bay stuff. And I think I've mentioned on here before, which is that he loves law enforcement and the military, the people. He doesn't love the institutions. He hates, he doesn't like the government. Because the police department's like, there's nothing we can do. But then all of the It's in the state department. It's in in the nerds' hands. It's in the bureaucrats. You know, they're going to try and handle it. It's like, the bureaucrats, the nerds, my sister's going to be dead. And so he he goes into a room and they like cry and hug. And then these gigantic macho men cops come in and they're like, you want to do something stupid like invade a sovereign nation? We're in. And so they patch a plan and then fucking to sneak two into Two more Cuba? cops like come in. And the whole plan is absolutely fucking ridiculous. The plan is like fucking one of the guys like, Yeah, I have a stepbrother in Cuba. Like what the and fuck? He's, are he's you like talking? he's he knows how he's in the rebellion against Cuba or something. He's like Fidel Castro or something and he and so basically they sneak a plan where they're gonna blow up Tapia's things. And so they, the, in like, it literally, it happens so fast that your brain doesn't go, wait, what? You usually go, oh, we're, we're in Cuba now, okay. And so then they invade the mansion, like you mentioned, and they explode the mansion in this gigantic, like, firefuck ball of just, like, fire. Like, this whole also, mansion goes even, up. Even before we get to there, bro, they get to Cuba, and, like, it's not a small operation. Bro, they no. get to Cuba, and somehow the people in Cuba already have tunnels underneath Johnny Tapia's yes. house, and they have <laughs> they have like like military equipment. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is happening, bro? All right, they got every, recon. Every single of this jack. Every single time that any movie has ever done this, I maybe it's just me, but I'm always like, again, suspension of disbelief. But like, what the fuck? How are these fucking little recon remote control cars not seen by everyone? Yeah. Bro, like, here's the deal. So there's the good scene where he's like driving it underneath another car. And he's like, yeah. this is like actually really difficult. And so like that's like kind of stressful. But then he's just fucking driving it across the yard in front of the pool. There's like people walking around yeah, like, talking. Like and the girl on the beach. Also, yeah. it's an RC car. So it's like, like, like it's got the little electric and motor like, running. And it's like a bomb attached to it. Yeah. yeah. And like, nobody Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> No one sees it. No one hears it. It, like, goes right along someone's feet. And he's like, uh. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, how? Why? Here's the thing. If I was making a movie and, like, that was part of my plan, the moment I filmed that scene, I'd be like, I think I gotta come up with something different because this looks stupid. (laughs) Yeah. And then 
yeah, and then they like blow the thing up and blow at the guards. The guards who like come up and like, ooh, what is this yeah, contraband? So, so just, part of their oh. plan is they throw a bag of iguanas over the fence yeah. except the motion sensors. <laughs> so like it trips the motion sensors, they turn the motion sensors off, and then one guard sees the car, the car blows up. When the car blows up, they pop out of the underground tunnel with their RPGs to fucking blow up the security shack. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Yeah, and then they see they're like, we can't go out the foot. We gotta go a new way. Take the yellow Hummer, and they like drive through the house. Bro, you totally skipped over the part where they're in the house, and the fucking mother starts shooting at them with yes. a shotgun. <laughs> but then, but then, for reasons unknown, they don't shoot back. Like, like, like I guess it. Well, yeah, I don't get that because they've already shown dead bodies, and they've yeah, exactly. Like, you were like, you oh, they wouldn't want to shoot a little old lady, but like. They ran over a fucking dead body. You've a way worse movie. Like, nobody's gonna be like, this is where they lost me. They but shot like, that murderous old lady. But, like, I don't know. It's just like, man, I know you're Michael Bay's, like, high on police officers, but uh, I don't think there's a single police officer that wouldn't have shot and killed her before she turned around. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, sorry, mama. Like, yeah, and he's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This uh, and so then, ridiculous. And so then, you know, they steal the, hum- the Hummer... And then comes my favorite part. That of the big movie. action scene, amazing. Still there, shot it, poorly, I think. But no, but I, that one I think has like some like. There's like one shot where you like you follow it and you, you just see like, poof, poof, like you see like clearly fireworks. Yeah, but well, that's the that's one of my problems with it. Like, I think it's a great scene, but like my problem is like there's houses that aren't even close to where the Hummer's at blowing up, and I'm like, yes. what the fuck is that? <laughs> I like I like how they yeah because. So, so they yeah they drive down this gigantic hill which has roads on the side but they just decide to drive through the shanty town mm-hmm. and th- I think they ADR'd like they recorded a line later where he goes oh, that's the cocaine that's where they make the cocaine there must be a lot of stuff that blows up there yeah and then like yeah. that's how they like justify that it explodes a lot is that yeah. there's like cocaine in those huts that that's I, like what had to have happened is Michael Bay was like this is great and then they got to the cutting room and they're like why are there so many explosions he was like. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, uh, cocaine. They make cocaine there, and there's a lot of stuff that blows up. He was just like, turn on the microphone, and he just set it into the mic, and then fucking, turn, like, just throw that in there. That sounds um, nothing like Will Smith. There was, a, there was a great, there was a tweet of, like, some people in Brazil, and they were, like, cooking, like, a super nice meal, but the picture was, like, them cooking, and then, like, in the background was, like, a favela and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so somebody was like, oh, man, that looks delicious, but it looks like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are about to drive through your living room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, that scene was, like, another big action scene that I think, like, ultimately was was great. And I just had some... And it was certainly filmed better than the first one, but I still felt oh, like yeah. there were, like, shortcomings. Like, it's weird. There's a shot where it's panned out, right, mm-hmm. uh, of all the buildings, and there's a mm-hmm. bunch of explosions going on, which should ground you. But the thing is, is that the Hummer's completely obscured. Like, like, and I don't mean like, I mean like you literally cannot see it. Like it is in the middle of all these houses. And like, you don't even see the houses going down. You see like a little cloud of smoke going through the center, like between rooftops mm-hmm. and like explosions happening in different parts. But like, you don't see any of the driving, the Hummer, nothing. It's just like, it's like they took a fucking fixed angle camera, like, uh, like old school Resident Evil games. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but like, like yeah, yeah, in the to, corner, yeah. It's like they took one of those and like they just had like a special effect that's the smoke and the explosions, but like you don't actually like follow the character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really that part was really weird. Um, 
Well, I was telling Sydney, I was like, you know, these days, a scene like this, they wouldn't, I mean, they're not, I mean, you know, total kudos for them doing this, like, what appears to be totally live action. Like, Yeah, it seems 100% practical. Yeah, because I was telling Sydney, I was like, these days, like, if you go, hey, we're going to drive a Hummer down the thing, you go, okay, we'll take some shots like the Hummer, we'll scan everything, we'll just put it through CGI. Even, like, right. white CGI. Best, best case scenario, as far as practical, is you have the Hummer drive through, like, all the houses in a straight line that it's going to drive through, and then mm-hmm. you just CGI in the rest of the houses. Like a, yeah, like additional houses or additional crap. But, like, if you watch it, like, on YouTube, there's just, like, garbage and trash. And I would love to see, like, a, a, a how they did this because it is, like, just nuts. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the movie ends with them. Sydney was like, wait, they're driving to Guantanamo? Like... Can they do that? I'm like, no, they cannot do that. They cannot just drive up to Guantanamo and be okay. They will be destroyed getting within 100 yards of Guantanamo. Or else somebody else would have already done it. My favorite part of that is like even outside of that. Sorry, I just had a random thought pop in my head from before the finale. I'll come right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, one, one of the things that like I noticed and here's the thing. I've talked about how I'm not like very movie literate in terms of like how to read certain things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've never noticed little bullshit with, a, like, a movie as much as I did in this movie. There's a scene where they're, like, getting ready to do some recon. But, like, they pull up and they get out of the, the truck or whatever. And randomly, like, and I'm just like, why did you decide to make this artistic decision? There's, like, a bunch of, like, almost naked bodybuilders just kind of hanging out. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I was like, what? Like, why? Like, <laughs> something for the ladies, I guess. I, but, but, like, did, here's the thing. They put them there. They don't even address it for a joke. Like, it's literally just some fucking brolic dudes there that literally just, like, don't interact with the scene at all. They're just kind of in the background. And I'm like, you could have saved money by just not putting people there. No one would have noticed. But you decided, like, Michael Bay was like, you know what this needs? And just needs needs some oiled up bodybuilders like right here and like right just here, stuck them yeah. in there. Um, but anyways, back to the Guantanamo Bay. They definitely can't just drive up to Guantanamo Bay in a yellow Hummer. Yeah. But even aside from that, my favorite part that I still don't understand: they drive up to Guantanamo Bay. They literally ram the fence. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They get out of the vehicle. They circle the vehicle or kind of move around the vehicle because Will Smith's trying to shoot. The, the two guys and the vehicle behind them. Yeah. But ultimately, they're still right next to the vehicle, right? The next time the shot decides to establish where they are, they're like, you're in the middle of an active minefield. I was like, what the fuck are we... They haven't moved away. Like, wh- how... the cars didn't set off any mines? Like, <laughs> like the two see, fucking... Just, I, all of a sudden, they're in the middle of the sand with the mines. And I was I like... I love the iguana what? shot, where you see, like, the iguana slowly step on, like, the little... Yeah. Thing and it, yeah, it just blows up. But all right, God, and that shit is so, again, Gabrielle Union. She throws all right. Here's the thing the, at, first of all, active minefield directly mm-hmm. after the thing that I'm going to tell you about. Th- like, they just start hopping around and like walking by them because it's so easy to not set them off, right? Like, mm-hmm. Like, he literally starts, like, jumping, like, to get around him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, he's he like, would, I like, came all the way to Cuba to do this. To yeah, kill. like, yeah. the same way that you jump to avoid cracks as a little kid because you think yep. you will break yep. your mother's back. Like, that level of care. He's just hopping around these live mines. But right before that, Gabrielle Union's like, I'm going to throw this gun right. And she throws it, catches, 
the most exposed landmine out of all the landmines. Like, knocks, hits it, knocks it over, sets it off. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't even set it off. It, like, comes up in, like, this, like, spiral sand thing. It goes, yeah. and, like, comes up and just explodes it on the dude's face. Martin Lawrence Also, Will shoots. Smith is directly right next to the dude, unscathed. Yes, yes. <laughs> and doesn't even, like, flinch or anything. Yeah. Martin Lawrence shoots him. You see the bullet in focus. And you see also, the again, focus. active, active minefield. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, Does based a... on based on the angles that I think I saw, for literally no reason, decides <laughs> to do an action <laughs> roll yes. to fucking... But like I said, I think he was already like at a point where uh, he could have gotten a clean shot based on yes. what I remember. But he like action rolls and fucking dead eyes the guy the fucking square and the guy between just the like, eyes. Square between the eyes and the guy falls back, lands, and you think, oh, he's dead. And then his torso explodes. Yeah, because of another landmine. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, <laughs> like what is he doing? Uh, and then the movie ends with Chicky with Tellfeather playing for a sixth... Time. Yeah, a sixth time. I did tally them and I caught them every single time. There was one that was subtle. There was one that was subtle and I caught it like uh, as it was about to go off. I was like, wait a minute, Shaky Tellfeather was just playing and I like fucking wrote it down. Yeah. If I had my paper, I would tell you exactly what minute mark they all play at. Um, oh, so do you like, do you see like, like, oh, we didn't even talk about the, the scene where for no reason they're having an argument. We can't do this anymore. You're ruining my life. You're like the worst partner ever, which is fucking true, one hundred percent. Right. And then a kid comes over to pick up Martin Lawrence's daughter yeah. for the movies, and they just bully him for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's pretty standard. Um, like I don't, I don't. That's not crazy. Um, but I. It, it's definitely out of play. Like I just went like, oh, yeah, it's okay. out of place for the movie like, for sure. Like, yeah. And she, then also, yeah. like the thing is, is that act of bullying after it happens. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are walking out of the house and Martin sort of like, thanks man. And he's like, don't worry about it. So like this act of bullying this random like 15 year old or whatever mm-hmm. it, it, like has reaffirmed the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, you look 30. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then Will Smith comes in, 14, motherfucker, you look 30. <laughs> right after Martin Lawrence said it. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Oh, it, it kills but, uh, me. Like, and the thing is, it's like that's the most charming that Will Smith is in that. Whole I was movie. just gonna say that. I was like, yeah, and even even though he's kind of he, he's like terrible, right? At the end, he's like, "You ever made love to a man? Like, you want to?" <laughs> you want to? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, even though yeah. as terrible as that is, like, it's easily the most charming that his character is in this whole movie. Yeah, it's the most that you've ever wanted to like Will Smith in this movie. Yeah, he's such whole, a raging dickhead the whole time. He he is. And somebody was talking about that they they I forget who it was, maybe it was a tweet where they say that the switch like like so if you think about it, like Men in Black, right? He's like lovable and charming and charismatic. Same thing with Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Even Wild Wild West, which isn't a good movie. He's hey, what's up? Hey, I'm Will Smith. Like how's it going? And they said that somewhere around when he made Ali, right around 2000. Cuz then from then onward, all of his movies, he's like charismatic, but he's kind of a dick like a little bit like even in iRobot right which I guess makes sense because you know he's like um what's it called like emotionally stunted or whatever because of his yeah. arm thing or whatever um but this is one where I was like yeah he's like I don't think too he's much. like too much of a dickhead not enough too much charisma. of a dickhead in this one he's just straight up like bad yeah it's it's um and yeah, so do you? Yeah, so yeah, like I said a couple months ago, I think a couple a few episodes ago, I was like, this is the most like just like 
American movie ever made. Right. Like, what? There's like yeah. product placement. There's slurs. Incredibly graphic violence, like finding a toe in a kitchen. Um, the bad guy gets uh, blown up a by a landmine. Thank you very much. Oh, the fingers. Oh, yeah, the finger. Yeah, the finger with the. And then he he fucking taps fucking Martin Lawrence with the yeah, severed the finger. Ear. Yeah, and then when he <laughs> doesn't even the put police, it in a bag. Yeah, and then he the police department he pulls it out of his pocket. He's like, "Hey, give me fingerprints <laughs> on this. It's a fucking just raw dead uh, finger." To a, like a lady on a computer, yeah, she's, and like, she's like, "Okay, that's my job." Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, this people so are fun. evil. But all right. Also, just because we kind of glossed over at the finale, the craziest thing is that you're telling me these two off, like the whole thing, right? The whole conflict mm. with J- Johnny Tapia. All like, well, I guess it's not the whole thing, but the, the side problem is that supposedly they've arrested Johnny Tapia twelve times, and every single time he's mm-hmm. sued mm-hmm. them for wrongful arrest or whatever, and won. So the Miami PD department. It, also, the reason the DEA is involved and the reason why Gabrielle Union couldn't tell her brother is because they're like, they have too many leaks, too much shit gets out, it's a problem. Can't deal with the Miami PD, they're awful. So, Miami PD is awful. Somehow, in the course of fucking 10 minutes, bro, they become a militarily trained, like, <laughs> like super efficient fucking covert operation squad. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? We're like that fucking, like, the face paint that goes across, right. like, the seals. Jesus Christ. Also, so I was saying, you know, you're supposed to, at the end, you're supposed to feel, like, sad because Gabrielle Union's been taken. But the whole movie, Martin Lawrence doesn't ever show any kind of affection toward her in any kind of right. like, lovingly way. He's like, All he yeah, he's like, like my sister, fuck. Like, like you're in danger. You're, you're stupid. You're in danger, my sister. I'm you're telling mom. stupid. You're not, you're not ready. I'm telling mom. You you're, you pick guys that are dickheads. Uh, they only picked you because you look good in a bikini or whatever. And I'm like, do you, like, like your sister? Like, <laughs> and she's like, you fucking, you know, you told me, Mike, like, you know, that you guys were dating or whatever, but whatever, you know, she picks idiots like you. And I'm like, you haven't said, like, hey, that's my sister. I love her. You know, remember when we grew up, we wanted to be cops together because we wanted to do good. Yeah. Nothing that, like that. There's that emotional part where he sees the yearbook, and I was like, this just feels out of place. Like, and then yes, he, he's says, like, and then he says I... it later. He says it uh, together later. He's like, ride it down forever. Bad boys for life. And I'm like, why Why did we say this just now? <laughs> he's like, should I? And then, at that point, I was like, maybe if I saw the first one, that's where you get their, their like, core, where they actually like being each other's partners. Yeah. And, and, and so, and then, um, and I saw uh, three, and three is not very. It's not like completely different, but you go, oh, that's right. These people actually are charismatic, and they're good people. Like it's it's this is very. It's just it, it, it's such a weird movie because it is just grim. Like I, I think in um in the video again, not to keep mentioning it, but he says he's like usually when you give a filmmaker one hundred and thirty million dollars. You make a movie for everybody. You make a four-quadrant movie, right? Young people, old yeah. people, uh, you know, b- women, men, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. You, anybody. Because you, you, that's a lot of money. You try to make it as, as cast as white and as possible. And he says, it seems like with this movie, he pretty much only made a movie just for himself. Like a movie right. that he would be like, that's hilarious. Gay mm-hmm. panic Joe's a, a kid with ice cream going, Mommy, what's an erection? <laughs> or whatever, like... Just like, oh, and then the fucking yeah. his daughter's like, they say I look like a model, and his one friend like laughs. Oh, yeah. He like turns, he's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that stupid joke where he's like, he's like, don't I look pretty, honey? And he puts and paints himself as Jesus. And he's like, Daddy, that's the Last Supper. That's before they crucified him. And he's like, and he's like, he's, oh, like cover your... he's like, this is fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> the angels should be looking at me from above. And like the camera's like above, <laughs> above him. I was like, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, all right, here's the thing. Like, it's, it's weird. So like. I guess, like, my movie illiteracy is, like, I, I don't I don't know how to interpret this, right? Like, I miss super obvious, like, little fucking gestures, tones, illusions all the time. Like, that's, that's not rare for me to just completely fucking miss obvious ones. But, like, this is so incredibly on the face that I'm like, oh, this has to be a joke, right? But then it's like, but it's not really like he says like the angels should be like I'm from above but there's no other jokes there other than the camera being from above so like i'm like i don't does he think it's funny or just was he just like this would yeah. be a cool shot like <laughs> yeah it, 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 i think dude, literally like this whole movie is just him being like this would be a cool shot oh this would look cool rats humping hilarious put it in Throw yeah it in. exactly like wh- why did you put that there and then the whole fucking uh oh I, earlier i mean I, was, I forgot to mention like they pull. All right, first of all, what's the guy? What's the KKK guy's name? The actual actor. Michael, uh, the actor, uh, Michael Shannon. Okay. So like, they pull him back out of jail to literally mm-hmm. just be like, "There's the boat." Like that's the whole. Like he ends up <laughs> in the back in a crime, but like ultimately his whole purpose is to be like, "There's the boat." Like that's all he does. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why did we? Why? Why did you guys bring him along? <laughs> and you guys like, you don't think he's like. He's a KKK member, so he wants to kill you. And you just yeah. have him, like, around. He's, like, they're, like, on a hammock, and he's just, like, looking out. He's, like, you don't think he's going to run? Right. Or stab one of you? Or... <laughs> right. He's just, like, he's, like, there's the boat. Like, thanks. Oh. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the Dan Marino cameo? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that was, again, like, my, uh, Martin Lawrence is so, like, so much funnier and more charismatic in this movie than Will Smith. Yeah. Like, Dan Marino's hey. like, tell me how to drive. He's like, I'm a t-. he was like, he's going to test drive the shit out of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, hey, hey, Marcus, it's Dan Marino. He goes, hey, back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And, and so the first one, he's like, let that man go, because he's got, like, a shitty car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? he's that's, like, he's like, yeah, that's um, that's Michael Bay, the guy who he pulls over. Is it? And he, yeah. And he's like, freak, and he, like, drives off. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's bizarre. And so um, I, I want to wrap it up with this quote yeah. that I sent you from Roger Ebert, where he says, I guess he didn't like it. I'm sure he didn't before he passed away. But he says, you know, there was there was once upon a time when a hero would sacrifice his own life rather than injure by innocent bystanders. No longer. The heroes of Bad Boys 2 are egotistical monsters concerned only with their power, their one-liners, their weapons, their cars, their desires. I suppose I shouldn't be surprised that characters who whip, who wipe out an entire village can also make cruel jokes at the expense of a kid on his first date. Everybody involved in this project needs to do some community service. <laughs> It's just like, and the thing is, is he's not wrong. Like, that's the thing is that's so crazy to me, right? Is that like, like I said, I think I give it probably like a five out of ten, mm-hmm. and like, there's like so many entertaining bits, but like as a movie, I feel like it's awful, right? Like, yes, and it it it's 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 the reason I wanted to watch it is because, especially now, um, these days. 
Because you watch these Marvel movies and they're massive, right? And they give directors massive budgets, but they're kind of hired guns, right? Right. You watch them and they don't look that... I don't want to say that they don't look distinct because there's like certain, you know, directors that are fucking talented enough that can shape things to their will, even though they're mm-hmm. still within the, 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 the structure, right? Like Black Panther. Right. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? Even yeah. um, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Where they look the same, but they, they're given enough leeway that it they looks like unique. Yes, but just a little bit, right? Right. This is, I think, is... Is is just like pure unfiltered like bay, just like uh, it it's 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 the it's it's all it's entirely his vision, right? Like right. nobody what does else that say about Michael Bay that the thing that's entirely your vision, everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Exactly, but imagine that. But as I'm saying, it's like usually you get these at ten million, but to get a hundred thirty million dollars, literally a giant studio, thousands of people, and you go, I want this. And you get it, and no, so people probably wrote him notes like, "Hey man, we should probably cut the humping rats." And he was like, "The, the <laughs> rats like, stay." He was like, "What are you talking about? That made me laugh so hard." <laughs> exactly, yeah, the rats stay, or I walk, right? Like, they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like, "What if we? What if we just decide to not do the giant embalmed titties?" And he's like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking the about? Whole, that's hilarious." That's the whole scene. <laughs> he hides un- he hides under them. He and hides the with camera. The and then he turns back to Mike before they come in, and he says, "Don't tell my wife." Don't, don't tell my wife. <laughs> Jesus fuck? Christ! I forgot about that line. And he's like, "What do? A? Why would he tell him something like that? Why would he think that you would want to? Why? Why would that even cross your mind to think that he would think that you would be doing something like that? Does your right. friend think that you would do something like that? Like right. touch the titties, the dead titties, and like they're like that." They, he probably thought it was hilarious because then they're like moving the gurney with like the, the both of them on it. Yeah, and like the cam, the boobs are like the dead boobs are like out of focus. But he like they go over a bump and they jiggle and he like yeah. keeps that in the movie. Yes, and you're like what? Is, like it's like a fever dream, right? right? Like you have these like this like ecstasy scene in the beginning where they're partying and stuff like and like this the camera literally goes like between the legs of a woman and like up into like her panty area right like it's, yeah. it's shadowed right but it literally does like upskirt shots like in between her legs like up like the thigh and like the back and it's like raining and everybody's wet like like you said even the dudes and the women and you know and then you have like Russian goats being like eh, the ecstasy fucks the mob eh. oh he's like, he's alright he is somehow but he has this like upstairs like office that has one glass section of floor, and directly underneath his glass section of floor is a guy <laughs> ODing on fucking XC. He's like, hey, get him the fuck out of here. He thinks he can like, die in my club. <laughs> and he's like counting the money, like it's out of focus, and there's like a girl like eating a lollipop like in the corner yeah. or something. Like, why is this? What are you doing? So, like, again, what? All right, here's the thing. You know, like, there's so there's like directors that people like, and then there's like directors that directors like, right? You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the same way they talk about basketball, like he's like a player's favorite player. Like the way he plays is like so whatever, right? I feel like after a movie like this, I feel like every other fucking director, like at that time that's even remotely a big name, has to turn. And look at Michael Bay and be like, this guy's fucking trash. Like, like, like <laughs> if you're another director, how do you, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, when mm-hmm. they have a fucking, 
get together at the fucking Academy or the fucking Oscars or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like all talking amongst themselves. They got to be like, look at that motherfucker over there. Did you see Bad Boys too? This shit was ridiculous. Like, he was fucking nuts. He and then the guy was like, did you see the two rats humping? He was like, yes. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> like, and they just like shot rats in another part. Yeah, it's just like what the fuck. It's like he's like. They threw iguanas over a fence. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I mean, and, and it's just the whole thing is just—it's just, it's just so outrageous. And like you said, this is his like, this is his fever dream, right? Like, yeah, I feel like the closest thing we get to that with like Christopher Nolan's probably Tenet, like where yeah. it's just he was like, "Fuck it, I'm going all out." And ultimately, like, I've never seen Tenet, but I feel like people have. I've heard from some people that like it kind of gets a little too lost in its own weeds with like yes yes yes. But ultimately, the movie itself is still like a solid like foundation. You get what I'm saying? Like like like, mm-hmm. like oh, but like it has like a consistent tone. You know, I, again, like it probably looks good. You know what I mean? Like it's probably good. But like Michael Bay's shit is just all over the fucking place. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's like macabre, like juvenile, dark humor in this like everybody always looks sweaty, like, like glossy, what is his inspiration? Green light, like who was the guy that Michael Bay saw like when he was young and he was like, I'm gonna make movies like that and turned Michael Bay into this fucking monster. Like like I'm trying to think of an equivalent and I can't I don't think I'll ever see anything in my lifetime that is like Bad Boys 2. And it's just absolute, like, nonsensicalness. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like, kind of, I'm trying to think, it, it, it's like, racist, but, like, weirdly progressive? Because, like, when was the last time that we got, like, a $130 million movie with two black leads, and the love interest is also black? Right, like, right. None of the leads are what you would say, like, White, like he both happy as you know, white and like white, but he's you know Cuban, right? Right. The the but like the leads, the three leads are black. Like when was the last time we got like a movie? Also, like even the even right? the cops that are not. You yeah, know, yeah, they're the, they're the like two, two white guys. Yeah. And then and then I mean, uh, John, what's it, Joey Pants? Joey Pants, <laughs> Joe Pantaleon, yeah. And so it's like them, right? And so it's like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, when was the last time that we had a lead where everybody was black, right? Like, yeah. With that kind of budget, like, I, I have to look, I'd have to Google it, but it, they don't come around often, right? Right. And probably Tenant, I think. Mm. Probably, right? And before that, like, who knows, right? So it, it's, it's, it, it, and I, I mean, it's, I, I don't, I, I'm going to say I don't know, because yeah. I really genuinely don't know, but I feel like it was very racist against Haitians, Oh, but for sure. I don't know. <laughs> like, is that they, they were? I don't know. Jamaican. But then also, they played into every single stereotype, even like just black people. Like he comes out in the crazy fucking uh, purple suit. You know what I mean? Like it. it yeah. He, what is it? God, I had it in my head. Oh, just the whole like he's like, nah, I want a nice car, and he fucking like they, they try and pick up the one car. He's like, nah, that ain't nice enough for me. He has to get the fucking like Cadillac. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, man, this is a very What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, God, I'm drawing a blank on the word here. Like, not 
like deductive, like it's like problematic. It, it, it's like um, um, simplistic. Yeah, like it's it's pulling like he pulls everything down to its most base, fucking like awful narrative. Um, yes, and it's just like, why are you like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I do think and I think I think he's made other movies that are like this. I think well, you know, they made Transformers and you know those aren't as bad, but you know mostly because they're reined in. And I think the studio actually had more control um, in those, and, um, but I think. I think this is like this weird intersection where he's still doing most things practically before mm-hmm. CGI took over. It's his most expensive. It's weirdly the one where he has the most control at this level. And the one where I think you you just make it in 2003. Like there's no other point where you could make this movie. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. Because I think, you know, we can talk about movies like The Batman or Doctor Strange, right? But it's like ultimately we come to the same conclusion which is like it's pretty good and i think it's a good another part of this entry in 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 you know big budget comic book making we get a little bit outside of the box but this is something that's just like fucking like but like you said i don't think i don't think i'm gonna see another movie like this anytime soon and like you said i don't think you will because even something like um wasn't we northman though came out a couple weeks ago you know 90 million dollars but I heard that they gave him a lot of notes, and I like that movie. But I heard his version was a lot weirder, mm-hmm. and that the people are saying that he probably won't do anything that big again because he likes to have more control over what he's putting out, right? Right. So I think the only people that I think at these days could get a movie this big with pretty much their view untouched are probably Nolan and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I was about to say Tarantino probably, and Nolan are the two that stick out yeah. to me. Yeah, and, and I think, and, yeah. but they're also like, but their stuff isn't psycho weird, right? Shit, they're right? They're infinitely more talented. Like that's what I'm saying. Like Quentin Tarantino and Chris Nolan, I don't know if they even fucking like each other, but they have mm. to like see each other and be like, "Do you see these other motherfuckers out here wilding?" Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and that's the thing is like, Quentin Tarantino's also super fucking weird but like even his shit is very like uh i don't know like it's just it's uh understandable or not uh um it's reasonable yeah it's like all makes sense like i'm trying like all right here's the thing like if the one of the oldest and most aged poorly lines like and maybe not even super aged poorly, really. But, like, just, like, one of the lines that's probably the most questionable in any of his movies off the top of my head I can come up with is, is there a sign outside my house that says dead N-word storage, right? That whole scene in Pulp Fiction. Yes, yes. That would have fit right in, in fucking Bad Boys 2. Like, if you'd have told me there's a scene where one of the, Johnny Tapia is, like, is there a sign outside of my house that says... Yes, it is his Cuban weird yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'd have been like, yeah, that none of that is weird. Like, mm-hmm. you can take Quentin Tarantino's probably weirdest thing, right? Throw it in that, and it would seem in place because that movie's so fucking all over the place. It's, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just so outrageous. And like, like I said... Then he turned around and got Transformers. I'm like, holy shit. Like you said, the studio probably had more control. But like, damn, if I'm the studio, like, why are you turning to Michael Bay? But like, he mm-hmm. got to make exactly what he wanted, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Let's give him Shia LaBeouf. Um, <laughs> let's see how this <laughs> fucking goes. Uh-huh. 
yeah. So, anyways, I, I think I give it a five out of ten. It's not without joy. Like, there's there's moments where like, you know, it's fun to watch. It's not. Yeah. It's not a movie that you're just like passively like. Like you, you said, definitely don't just. It definitely, it definitely, you will not. It watch grabs your movie. attention. Yes, you will not not have an an opinion about this. Movie. Right, and ultimately, but like it's just. You will not forget it. Yeah, and, but like so many decisions are weird. Like the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense sometimes. It's just like yeah, like I said, it's just all over the place. And so, just so you know, the Rotten Tomatoes score on this movie is a twenty three percent. It is not good. So I think I would. But you know what? Like the thing is, like, do I think it's better than a two out of ten? Yes, but if we're just aggregating ratings. That does not surprise me. You know what I mean? Like this. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. one where I feel like everybody would come away from this movie being like, "What the fuck?" Like I don't think there's a single person that walked out of this movie and being like, "Bingo, masterpiece, certified fresh." I mean, obviously someone did, but like yeah, I just yeah. can't imagine being that person. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. But yeah, that's a uh, fucking bad boys too. Bad boys too. Uh, with. <laughs> Will Smith, whose number one defining trait is his charisma, being a giant asshole with no likable qualities. And, and like I said, like when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I didn't notice that like at all. I was just like, uh, mostly because I was like, oh, it's, it's you know, you just sort of, I don't know. I guess you you're you're a yeah, child, as a kid, and, and like you, sometimes like yeah. assholes are just cool guys. Like those are the same yeah. thing. Like, but then now you look at it, and you're like, monster. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, basically, yeah, you're just a fucking irredeemable dickhead. Like, yeah. my man's, like, shot in the ass, everything's going wrong, he's wanting to quit his job, his fucking pool breaks, and Will Smith's like, ha ha, hits him with the fucking Nelson, <laughs> like, like, just shits on him, and it's just like, mm-hmm. that's a little much. But, that's the episode for this week. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Moneybags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. Uh, you can catch the podcast directly at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us, Different Animals Podcast at gmail.com. Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.